Hey, I'm Spencer. And I'm Britton. Since 2011, Buckethead has released 286 albums in his Pike series. And we're going to listen to them. Three at a time. This is Getting Head. I'm Welcome, bot slogs, friends, and buckethead's. This is episode twenty-two. I'm getting head, a bucket cast. Oh heck yeah, we're twenty-two, baby. Hell yeah, hell dude. yeah, hell yeah. The age after you turn the age you can drink. Yeah, yeah. The 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 year after, or probably the year you start going to. Um, excuse me. The disappointing cleanup after you accidentally blast all over your belly. Yeah, yeah. Also, like the first year where you like shit yourself violently and realize you might have an alcohol problem. Dope. Um, yeah. I I want to talk to you, Britt, about something. You haven't <laughs> asked me what's up yet, but I'm gonna pretend like you did. Um, wait, so, wait, wait, wait. Hold, hold on, Spencer. I, before that, I have a question. All right, all right. What's up? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, bitch. <laughs> yeah, you did. All right. Okay. This is what's up. I'm currently drinking an alcohol beer, a beverage, an alcohol oh. flavored drink. Uh-huh. It's liquid bread. It's good for you. Uh, but I'm drinking it out of this 2001 Burger King collectible Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring goblet. Okay. Wow. Look at how cool you are. I'm pretty fucking cool, you know? And I just looked on eBay, and you can get a full set of all four of these collectible goblets mm-hmm. for the low, low price of $30. That's shipping. a pretty low price. It's pretty low price for, like, for feeling as cool as I feel right now, which is pretty fucking cool. On a scale of 11 to... Um, cool? Cool. 11 to cool? How about, how about on a scale of... Um, the like the the seven up dot to Chester Cheeto, in terms of their licensed uh, Super Nintendo games, what how cool do you feel? <laughs> um, I forget the name of that Chester Cheetah game, but I feel like I saw that come up on a thing recently, and it is it is a special kind of garbage. Mm, absolutely, it's it's a magnificent type of garbage. I think. It's the type of garbage that we relish and celebrate here at Getting Head a Bucket Cast. It's the type of garbage I'd actually like like to make into a relish and put on yeah. hot dogs. You know. Hell yeah. What's your what's your favorite type of relish? Uh oh man. You know, I okay. I really like a relish. I think that relish I, I think that all relish is like relatively good. I, I personally prefer it when it's much less sweet or in some cases not sweet at all so um i'm not just talking pickle relishes here i don't know if you've had a tomato relish well relish can be just isn't a relish just like any kind of pickled item just in a paste pretty much yeah yeah pretty totally i mean i like me a pickle relish i i I would prefer like a a garlic dill pickle relish Mm. i think that is a really nice thing especially if there's no like sweetness involved I think that could be real nice. Yeah, I definitely do prefer the more savory relish eye. Yeah. Relishes. 
I think relishes, but I, I like the idea of relish I. Relishopolis. <laughs> Relishopolis. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I could be into that. I like mm. me a relish. You know, I like me just pickled stuff. I think that pickled stuff is great. I'm currently right now, I'm uh this is not related at all, but I'm currently right now cooking up some beans. I'm letting them soak right now on the stove. I'm going to cook up those beans. I'm going to make them into like British style baked beans, which are like baked beans but with no like molasses or sugar in them. Right. They're just right. savory. Yeah. And just put them a on tomato sauce. Have some fancy beans on toast, dude. Beans on toast. Beans on toast. You just said fancy beans on toast. And I, I think that's kind of um, like an oxymoron. Like beans on toast is meant to be a working class meal. It's such a good meal. It's a great meal. It's a very it's so British ass meal. Yeah. I've been about it lately. My, uh, I mean, it's not a thing that I would want all the time, but like, there are times where I'm like, man, beans on toast really hit the spot, and like, it fucking does. I'm like, damn, this is so good. Growing up, my parents would make this thing called a lumberjack sandwich a lot, which was basically beans on toast with like cheddar cheese on top. Yeah. And I'll tell you, one of my favorite things growing up. Hell yeah. Ch- cheap, I, I had easy a thing, meal. It's I had great. a similar thing that I made. I, I called it, uh, I think, a burrito or I don't know what I called it, but <laughs> it was not, it's not very good. <laughs> but what, so what I would do is I would take a uh, uh, refried beans and I would throw them on a tortilla mm. with, with like some shredded cheese and just microwave that like open and then yeah. fold it up afterwards. But the thing would, that would happen is when you microwave a tortilla, like it lets all the moisture out of the tortilla. So it gets hard. Like immediately. Yeah, all the so sides I, would, get it, hard, it would just yeah. be like hard flour tortillas with like, unflavored refried beans and cheese in it and i basically ate that until i was like 19 yeah but if you have like a good dipping sauce that's fine that's a good no it was a, only just a good that. conduit for a dip you didn't have a salsa or a sour cream no. or nothing no okay that's garbage and bullshit you should be ashamed <laughs> dude i like i growing up like i don't know man really basic shit <laughs> that i ate uh, it's okay I have more to be ashamed for than that. I mean, we're just scratching the tip of that shit, Berg. Yeah. yeah an iceberg. Let's do an iceberg video about that. Oh, dude. Like, do you know about the Fatberg? No, it's the Fatberg. Oh, my God. So in London, uh, the, like, under the underground, right, in the sewers, all the, like, fats got, like, collected into a giant, like, mass and they called it the Fatberg, and it was like two and a half miles long or something, and just enormous. And it cost the city like a billion dollars to get out or something. I don't know. It was really crazy. I saw some pictures of it. It was really gnarly and fucked up looking. I bet it smelled really bad. But Fatberg, under the city. That's that's pretty fun. We're going to go ahead and look this up right now. Yeah, this was a while ago. I want to say like 2012, 2011, something like that. I don't remember. A long time ago. about this. Uh, Do you just type Fatberg into Google? Because that's—I think that's all you need. Probably. No, no, no! You spelled E E R G. Enormous Fatberg. There it is. There it is. Oh, oh, you don't even need. Yeah, it came up. Hey, there's the Fatberg. Enormous Fatberg. Length of two buses. Found under London. Wow. 
Will you read the description of Fatberg for us, Britt? Yeah, so uh, a Fatberg is a rock-like mass of waste matter in a sewage system formed by the combination of flushed non-biodegradable solids such as wet wipes and congealed grease or cooking fats. Hell yeah! Uh, Several prominent examples were discovered in the 2010s in Great Britain, their formation accelerated by aging Victorian sewers. Fatbergs are costly to remove and have given rise to public awareness campaigns about flushable waste. Is this a band that Vinnie Paul was in? Hell yeah, dude. This is this is like the follow-up band to Beardnet. <laughs> oh wow, I barely. Oh, oh wow, okay, all right, uh, all right. Oh, yeah. Here we are. Oh wow, you got a list of the pikes here. That's nice. I always have a list of the pikes. Dog. Good, good, good. Brit, what's up? I don't know. Just hanging out, winging out, zing zong zooming. You want a big cleanup of my my place? Yeah, I saw. I came over and hung out oh, with yeah, you for yeah. a little bit the other day. And your house is looking better. Like you're definitely tidying it up. It's looking good. Yeah, yeah. Just a lot of stuff, you know. There's a lot of stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. So. So. Oh my God! You know what I fucking did today? What'd you do, dude? I fucking bought a real physical book for some insane reason. Damn, books are cool. That's not I weird. mean, yeah, they are, but like, what am I doing? Um, books are pretty dope, dog. Like, I, I haven't read a physical book in so many years. I, I read books on my phone. I've been reading books on my phone since I had an iPhone, like, four, right? Like, wow. I, I haven't bought a book in a long time, but I was like, you know what? I'm reading a book series right now. And I was like, you know what? I want to read the physical book. So I mm-hmm. went on it on the internet and it was $10 for a real book. I was yeah. like, okay, fine. Yeah. Books are cool, dude. Bought a real book. Books are cool, dude. Yeah. yeah I don't, I don't necessarily think books aren't cool. <clears throat> books are cool. I just like, I have an enormous bin filled with books. I have so many books, but I just, I have nowhere to put them. So they're just in my closet. You know, I don't, I don't have room to display books. Get, get like some like shelving for books, like go vertical with your books that you can, and then like take the rest to like a place like Toys Hotels or something, or uh, um, half price books, like oh, sell yeah. them off and get credit for other used books or new books, books you haven't read or you're more interested in. Trade yeah. your books. Trade I see, your like, books. I don't know how real those Trade places your are anymore. Books. They are, they're, like, they still exist. I guess there's, yeah, there's that one place, there's, uh, uh, like, what's it called? It's around me, it's near me, I could go to that Half price place. books, there's I, a lot of them around there. There's one of them around here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Can we talk about that song by Yellow? Oh, yeah. I don't know if I know that song. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, you're talking about, oh, oh, yeah, oh, 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 <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's on yeah. rocks. Dude, that song fucks. Okay, okay, check this out, check this out. You bring mm-hmm. somebody home, mm-hmm. and you're like, 
let me put on some music. Get us in the zone. And then you just put on remixes of that song. Like, that's oh. it. And then, and then you're like, you ready to see my O face? Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, then, but then it's literally like three hour it's like a three hour playlist of just like that song and remixes of it and then right after that it goes straight into the cotton eye joe <laughs> cotton eye joe you gotta go mm. hell yeah hell yeah um hell yeah what's your favorite member of the band hell yeah Probably Chad Gray, the vocalist. The vocalist for also for Mudvayne. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. A, a, a little band called Mudvayne. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. They're so great. I wonder what, like... I, wonder I love how proud of yourself you are for knowing the name of the vocalist for Hell Yeah and Mudvayne. I'm pretty, you know, the opposite. I'm the opposite of disappointed with myself. I'd say I'm fully appointed that I know who Chad Gray is. Oh, that's that's great. You love to hear that. <laughs> love to be that. Yeah. Okay. Pretty good. Pretty good. Well, we listened to three Buckethead albums. Are you sure we did? No. <laughs> Brit, will you hit me with a bucket fact? I would love to hit you. With a bucket Although we've talked about a lot about uh, several people who kind of, um, I don't know, I'd say like rotate around the planet that is Buckethead quite frequently. Uh, planet Head. Yeah. Or yeah. Planet Bucket? Mm, yeah. I don't know. Mm, yeah, what, yeah, Planet Head. Oh, but it's it's Bucket though. Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know. We'll we'll leave that up to the the Bucket Planet Head Head Planet Head PE um, Head from Corn. Yeah, P-E. Head from Corn Planet Earth <laughs> Bucket. Um. Anyway, uh. We've talked a lot about them, uh, but we've never talked about one guy who actually, at least since like the mid-2000s, the mid-aughts, has shown up frequently in Buckethead's orbit. Uh, I like the space theme. Let's continue this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's a a fella named P-Sticks. Like P-E-E? Just like P-Sticks. Okay. P-Sticks. Mm-hmm. Um, he's kind of like a, the touring jack-of-all-trades, uh, known for driving the bucket van, uh, being the bucket guitar tech, sometimes selling merch. Bucket and, tech. And, uh, yeah, mostly doing uh, tour management duties. Um, he's also done artwork for over a dozen Buckethead albums and pikes. And okay. his voice appears in several Buckethead albums, including Buckethead Land 2. Wow, okay. Other than that, not a whole lot is known about him. Like, I, I couldn't... I spent a while researching it and couldn't find his real name anywhere. 
which was super interesting. But he's a, he's a, apparently a big tall guy, long brown hair. He often has a beard. Um, okay. Yeah, kind of a mysterious character. There, I feel like we've heard about a few of those. I mean, like, I, I still don't know who Dan Monty is, and I, I think that he's impressive. I think that what he's done is impressive. He was a he was a sound engineer working with Guns N' Roses when Buckethead met him, and the two have just formed a friendship and a working relationship. It has become very tight since then. Hell yeah! I think, I think that's, that's great. Love yeah, that story. The best way to put Dan Monty to you, to you. Bucket facts. <laughs> nice. That was great. Thanks. Thanks for that bucket fact, Britt. Absolutely. We did listen to three more albums this week. What do we have? We had... Uh, like 63... Or sorry, 64, four. 65, and 66. Hmm. If uh, this was a third generation Nintendo game, it would be Pike 64. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Pike 64, Aquarium. July 16th, 2014. Okay. All right. How how long after Pike 63 did that come out? Uh, there have been about uh, 19 days after Grand Gallery and Outline for Cytus, or Cytasis came out uh, on the same day. Okay. Um, yeah. Interesting. All right. Well, I mean, it certainly sounds uh, so. Oh, I, 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 I totally, I totally take that back. I'm sorry. So this was okay. another one that was released out of order. This came out in Jul- on July 16th, not June 16th. So, um, one, two albums, two Pikes actually came out before this one was actually released. Okay. Uh, both Pike Pike 65 and Pike 67. Were actually released before this. Interesting. Yeah. I was not aware. Anywho. Yeah, I I I liked this one, I think, um more than some of the other ones we listened to this week. Uh I thought it was cool. I, I feel like <clears throat> the only reason I'm being a little like hesitant there is because I feel like some of the songs are significantly better than than others like the songs on this yeah. record that use electronic drums i think mm-hmm. are really cool right and they have a cool vibe to them they're almost like industrial feeling yeah it's cool and weird and i like that the songs that are a little bit more traditional like melodic guitar rock i think are still strong but not as strong as those other songs um and with that i, I think it's an interesting lesson yeah yeah, it's uh it's not bad. It's um I'd say middling bucket fare. Um I'd uh, I'd give it a solid like, I don't know, three and a half out of five. It's not bad at all. It's not great. It's a like everything is a little long. There's only four tracks on or five tracks on the album. And uh you know, with an average length of like six minutes a song, it's gonna get really fucking long. And I think the last three songs are all over six minutes long. And it uh, it really I don't know drags a little bit in places. It's not terrible. Yeah. Um, it's uh, there's a lot of cool guitar theatrics on there, and a lot of cool like really 
big leads. Yeah, big leads. Big leads. Big leads, bro. Uh, it's it's all right though. It's all right. I mean, right. that's that's also what I would say about it too. Uh, th- those songs with the electronic drums are pretty neat, though. Um, I I did I did dig them. Yeah, yeah, I I do agree with that. Like the stuff uh, that was less programmed drums on here definitely uh, shown shown a little more, you know. Yeah, heck yeah, yeah. totally. Now we got to talk about Pike sixty five. I'm oh, kind of rushing what, this a little bit uh, here. Whoa, wait, that's... Whoa, whoa, what what do you uh, what do you think this would be a good soundtrack for? Oh, it's laser tag music. Oh, this is just more laser tag music, you think? Yes, this is 100% laser tag music. I actually wrote it in my note. That's how, like, uh, this is the only thing I could think of when I was listening to this. I was just like, I just want to play laser tag. Well, yeah, but that's, like, kind of how you're always feeling. (laughs) Yes. It is a baseline emotion of mine, laser tag. Uh, That said, this is good laser tag music. Spencer Spencer has two emotions, horny and laser tag. Who said that they have to be separate? Those two. Are- I, I, I didn't. I didn't say that. I just said there's two emotions. You can be horny and laser tag at once. Hell yeah, you can. Hell yeah, dude. You ever play? You ever rocked your laser out with your dock out or your, what? Your, your dock. I don't know how to you call it your anymore. dock. Yeah, Let's, I call it my dock on. brown because it, it's brown <laughs> so often. <laughs> and I take uh, it back to the future. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'd go. <laughs> That's what I call going to the elementary school. What? Because <laughs> they're, right. the, they're the future of our, our country. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I'm Doc Brown. Yeah, you are. You're brown as hell. Um, okay. I'm, bra- I'm brown-pilled, bro. <laughs> Pike 65 is an interesting one. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to talk about the context for this one? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Buckethead's mom died. She bucket died. She did. Bucket died. Well, let's not do that. (laughs) Um, um, no. Uh, (laughs) so, oh my God, how do I put this? I was expecting... Something this album did not end up being. I don't know. Yeah, about same. Yeah, I was definitely expecting something more like Pike 13, really. Like something like very emotional and kind of spacey and like that felt like super introspective. And it did feel like kind of introspective and very melodic at places, but I don't know. Yeah. It's a. Uh, it was kind of standard bucket fare. It was standard bucket fair. I mean that that said, like I mean, it is one big song with one big guitar solo, and mm-hmm. like it is emotive, right? Um, but also it is very much in line with like melodic rock, and and I don't mean to make light of you know Buckethead losing his mom. Like holy shit, like that's got to be something really hard to go through, mm-hmm. you know. And, and and I'm not necessarily making fun of that or anything like that. Um, it's just you know. I listened to this and I was like, this feels very, you know, kind of standard. Um, that that being said, I mean, it's not bad. It's it's certainly totally acceptable Buckethead album. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it just, it's not 
that like emotive, you know, very, very uh, touching experience that you come to expect from any time he he dedicates an album to somebody. That's true, especially one of his parents. Like, especially yeah, he has a, he has a track record of going uh, going in a straight tearjerker is on his mom and pops. You know, I feel like those sure. are the only people. I can definitely say, based on you know his art and like me looking into him, I feel like those are two people I can say without a doubt that he loves. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, he might love Michael Jordan too. I'm not sure. I think he might. You're Maybe. Right. I, mean, I think he also might realize more that he just idolizes him, and that's a very different thing from loving somebody. That's true. You know. It's very true. Yep. Yeah. So this this record is is good. I mean, for all intents and purposes, but it's also not as special as I feel like maybe it should be. But that's about right. Being the context being as important to Buckethead as it clearly is, I would say that this is contextually an essential listening pike. I think you're I think that's actually correct. Yeah. Yeah. Like just to at least get an idea for probably how he's going to approach a lot of stuff going forward and like the emotions on a lot of stuff he's going to be doing going forward. Also, like, it's important for just demonstrating, like, what is important to Buckethead. You know what I mean? Like, if he, if this is something that he feels comfortable, you know, uh, dedicating to, you know, the loss of his mom, like, Mm -hmm. clearly there's something here that he thinks is important. Mm -hmm. And that context is important for interpreting and understanding his art. True. Very true. <laughs> uh yeah. Uh yeah. That said, um I wouldn't necessarily say that this is a super special musical album. Yeah, yeah. It didn't um it didn't tread like new ground from what he's done so far or like pull me out of it to where I was like, oh, this is like an essential pike. Like I think it's an essential buckethead pike for sure. Uh, and I'm, I'm, you know, sad for his loss. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I feel like maybe this was made just like kind of kind of quickly after after she died or something. It didn't feel like something that he really sat on uh, and, and built yeah. to, to a, a big arching bucket project like he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. Um, this is clearly like, I, I feel like this one is hard to speculate on like what it would be a soundtrack to because Buckethead himself has clearly designated what it would be a soundtrack to. It would, it would, it would definitely be played at like the, um, the Nancy York Carroll Memorial Park at Buckethead oh. Land. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that, that's gotta exist in the land, the Beehead Land. Hell Yeah. Hell yeah. BH land, as the YouTube commenters would say. Indeed. Let's uh let's talk about Leave the li- Leave the Light. Leave the light on. Leave the light on. Let's uh let's um <laughs> You having trouble there? Leave the light on. Um okay. released right. on okay. July July. Okay. 
All right. July 29th, 2014. So this one was released 13 days after Aquarium and uh, like 35 days after Hold Me Forever. So. Oh, fuck. What? I just spilled a drink all over myself because I was playing with it like a dumbass. Huh. Look at you. Look at, uh, look at the look at this one, butthole. Well, give me one sec. <laughs> okay, yeah, that was stupid. Sorry. <laughs> nice job, dude. Yeah, I'm terrible. I'm anyway, trash. back to leave the light on. <laughs> yeah. Thirty minutes and forty-four seconds of music. Yes. Divided Melodic. into four. Guitar rock. It was. It was kind of back to um, you know, like uh, some somewhere between like alt metal and uh, post rock again. Mm -hmm. I Uh, um, yeah, this one is okay. I think that honestly, there's one standout song on this record um that (laughs) I think is actually really good. I think it is a standout piece. But the rest of it is very standard. Very standard bucket fare. Are you talking the room sleeps one and a half? No, the bellman. Bellman. The bellman. This oh, is yeah, a, it's, a, it's a bit more of like a butt metal kind of Well, it, it just had some like cool riffs. He does some neat stuff with the, uh, yeah. the, the his kill switch. Yeah, there was um, a cool tapping part in the middle, I remember. Yeah, there's a cool tapping part in the middle. There's just some like nice tasty leads. It has like like a like a galloping kind of feel with the rhythm oh. guitars, which is pretty cool, very metal. Um, but it it was just a solid track, and I listened mm. to it and I was like, yeah, okay, so, okay, I get I, I get this. This is cool. So so the reason I thought that uh, you might like track four, the room sleeps uh, one and a half, is it like starts off kind of slam metally, and then it goes into like this alt metal part, and, and then right after that, and for pretty much the rest of the song. I would um, definitely call it new metal. <laughs> I mean, you know, I love new metal. I know you uh, love clearly. new metal. You are you are a new metal karate sensei. Sense society. We live in a society. <laughs> that is true. That you is know, true. we're living in a society. Why so serious? Oh, you got it. I've that's had great that one for a while. Yeah. That's new. You didn't have that the last time. Mm, I don't always keep it on the board. I can that's... only have so many sounds on my board. That one's, I think, a critical one. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, Why so society? That's a good question. We are, we are a society. Uh huh. Buckethead be like, we live in a society. And then a 28-minute guitar solo. Hell yeah, dude. That's what I'm all about. That's what gets me wet. <laughs> um, yeah, so leave the light on. Uh, you know, you look at the cover. It's someone standing outside a building. I think that's supposed to be a hotel in Buckethead Land. I think this is supposed to be music for like the lobby of that hotel in Bucketheadland. Land. Okay. I, I'm, I, think, I think that works. I think it yeah, works. Yeah, I could see that. Or like the uh, maybe like the workout area of a hotel. Yeah, the, the the second half of the album is a little more workout music. The first half is definitely very like chill, whatever post rocky type shit. Who do you think makes the most workout metal? 
Well, Gary Glitter, of course. What about what about that super group band uh, that had uh, a Ted Nugent in it? Damn Yankees! Why was I so prepared to say that? I just knew you were. Uh, I, I got excited when you said super group. I'm like, you mean the damn Yankees <laughs> with Ted Nugent? I know. I mean, that's the, when somebody says super group, the first band that comes to mind is Damn Yankees. And Ted, Ted Nugent and like who else? was was Paul Stanley in there? And then the guy from Sticks. Something is that right? I don't remember who was in. I'm gonna look real quick. Imagine being in a band with Ted fucking Nugent. Do you remember when we saw him play in in? I wasn't Alaska? there. I didn't see him play. And I he wish said the I did. Word on stage. I wasn't there. Was I wasn't horrible. there. I was not there. It's terrible that you weren't there. I know. Um, it was so terrible. it was Tommy Shaw of Sticks, Jack Blades, the bassist from Night Ranger. Ted Nugent, uh, and then a guy who was unknown but would later join Leonard Skinner, Michael Cartalone. Wait, so it was just Ted Nugent? Wait, who was the other notable person? Uh, the guy from Night Ranger, the bassist from <laughs> Night Ranger, and uh, Tommy Shaw, the singer slash guitarist from Styx. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh. Uh, I saw Sticks also play at the Alaska State Fair. I, I saw them. Ted Nugent played. Yeah, I saw them play at the Alaska State Fair, but I. Oh, you were at see. that show too. I was at that show with Brian Harris. Yeah, I was there with my friend Ross. Nope. I think that was before I knew you. Yeah, it was. That's crazy. That Bitch. show was so good. They were awesome. Bitch. Sticks was really Bitch. good at the Alaska State Fair in 2006. They were great. They were pretty good. Or that would that would have been two thousand five or two thousand four. Yeah, actually, because I knew you. I met you in two thousand five, so it had to have been two thousand four, I guess. Pretty cool. Yep, pretty cool. Yeah, that would that would track because I was in freshman year high school in two thousand four, just learning to play guitar. I was wearing a Metallica shirt Uh at that show. Can you wow. take me high enough? Right. Yeah. It's good. Can you take me higher? I don't know. That's that's the wrong question. No, it's the right question. I think mm-hmm. that Scott Stapp should always be on your mind. You should have a stat tap. You you tap that tap, Scott oh, Stapp no. comes out. Ooh, I like that idea a lot actually. <laughs> uh, yeah well anyways those are the pikes we listen to them as we always do as we shall continue to do probably until we one of us dies till time immemorium <laughs> yeah um it was it was uh it was an okay week honestly everything this week was like nothing was like bad it was just like all very middle of the road head Middle road, of the road head. Middle of the. Uh, sorry, what was the what was the last word you said there? Road head. Tell me your best road head story. What you got? I, I you know I don't love blowjobs, and so I haven't gotten or like asked for or like attracted much road head in my time. I've gotten road head maybe a, a half dozen times in my life. Sure. I mean it's fine. Whatever. 
I mean, the time that always comes to mind is like one time I was driving back from Portland. Mm -hmm. I like went there really, I went there to see a show. And so it was one of those days where I like drove down to Portland, like ate some food, went to this show. Then I'm like driving back home the same night. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And the person that I was with was like, hey, you want to, you know? And I was like, yeah, hell yeah, let's do that. But I was like high as fuck and exhausted, like so tired. Right. Because I, you know, I had already driven three hours that day and I was about I was like halfway through driving another three hours and like I'd done all this shit. I was super tired. So I just remember like driving through this construction (laughs) zone and like almost falling asleep while also having my dick sucked. And I'm just like, man, so many things could go wrong (laughs) at this point. (laughs) Like so many things. Thankfully, nothing did go go wrong. But like, damn, it could have. It could have. Sounds pretty saucy. Yeah. 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 Pretty saucy. Well, anywho. Anywho. You know what I think it's time for? Oh, I know what it's time for. Welcome. Welcome all to Statements from the Bucket Void. The time where we get to shine a light in the dark nether regions of the internet and, you know, bring out some statements, bring out some thoughts, some vibes, some feelings, you know, some some stuff out there that, you know, people haven't been talking about, but maybe they should. And we're here to, to you know, give, give, a, give a peek, give a poke, give a listen, lend an ear, mm-hmm. if you will, to those brave internet warriors leaving their comments on the grand battlefield that is YouTube. Lenny Kravitz. Did you oh. Lenny Kravitz? Lenny Kravitz. This yeah, is, yeah. This is where we're just going through Buckethead comments on the Lenny Kravitz forum, right? Whoa, Le- Lenny Kravitz, man. Mm. I haven't thought about Lenny Kravitz in a long time. Like He was a big deal in the early 2000s, and like I remember my mom still being like, is. oh, Lenny Kravitz, and I'm like, still eh. is. Still is. He's still a big deal? Mm-hmm. Has he made any music in the past doesn't, 20 doesn't years? Matter. I don't even doesn't know. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Hangs dong. Big deal. He hangs dong. Oh, right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Hangs dong, big deal. Yeah, that, that was good. You know, you love to see somebody hanging dong. Like, that's sick. That's cool. Big deal. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Um,. All right, so let me give you a little bit of context here. Okay. The reason I was late to today's recording was because I was going through YouTube comments. Oh, I see. The reason why I was going through YouTube comments was that Pike 65 is one of the most viewed pikes that exists on YouTube. And as a result, has more comments than any other pike that we have seen thus far. Interesting. Yes. Quite interesting. Actually, like, I will, I didn't even make it through all of the comments, and Mm -hmm. like, I spent a good, you know, 40 minutes looking through them. So, like, I'm going to need to go back and and look at the rest of them at some point. Uh, That said, there was a lot of material to work with here. And part of that means that this this one's going to be a little bit different in the sense that we're going to talk about some ongoing conversations. Um, There were some people making comments that were like replies to other comments that then started their own thread. 
Um, so it gets a little confusing here and there, but I'm going to try to make it make it simple as as we work through these. Okay. Okay. Hit me. All right. So first, we'll start off with some of the simpler stuff. Some comments from uh, Pike number sixty four Aquarium. Um, this was one of the first comments on that on on Aquarium, and I found it amusing. YouTube user Brian Nelson says this Pike is like driving a fast car slow. Yeah, I can agree <laughs> with that. <laughs> Which I feel like is a comment that really applies to the first song on Pike 64 and not really anything else. Uh, yeah. That being said, I like I like the anecdote. I like the vibe. Yeah, yeah, I totally get that. I, I don't disagree with Brian one bit here. Yeah, you know, and like as somebody who has driven fast cars very slow, it, it's all right. It's good to be, so I like the feeling the 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 feeling that you like you know you have this power. Mm-hmm. You're not making use of it. You're choosing not to. I think that 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 demonstrates in itself a level of power. Restraint. Restraint is power in a way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Like having power and not flexing it definitely uh-huh. definitely powerful. Weird definitely flex. restraint. Restraint, but okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. What else you got for me? YouTube user Stefan Janizik <laughs> one week ago left this comment. He said, Buckethead is universe for himself where he dominate. But what's perfect from him is that his songs are not based on total perfection with scales, etc., like Dream Theater which is not interesting anymore. They become boring as hell. Buckethead is multi-instrument virtuoso with such of skill for playing that is unmatchable. Beautiful. Beauty, like it's spelled like beauty and then F-U-L-L. Beautiful. And nice to hear any time. That's something that no one from here will understand. Why is he such a perfect guitar player? Against every other. That was in caps, so I had to yell it. That's cool. That's cool. And I, um, um, so, I like I like this this rambling format. the The stream yeah. of consciousness format is something that I'm always drawn to as Absolutely. an avid consumer of YouTube comments. Like when it goes on for a long time, you, you know, like there's something there. Maybe right. not something good, but there's something there. Mostly something bad. And um, <laughs> yes, there are a lot of okay. So like. Uh, there, are, I saw a lot of people get in in, in arguments um, mm-hmm. on that that video with a lot of comments. And one thing that I thought was funny is like some of these people would type like paragraphs and paragraphs and paragraphs to respond to whether or not they think Buckethead is a sellout. And it was none of it was worthwhile. Like we're not going to talk about any of that because it was all terrible. But. This the idea of these these bucket warriors out there spreading their seed like like Stefan here, who seems to have a lot of ideas, a lot of thoughts about Mr. Head. Um, maybe English is not his first language. Perhaps not. Um, but there's some ideas there. I like that. I like the idea. Buckethead is universe for himself, where he dominates. That's true. I mean, that that is Buckethead land, is the universe he has created where he has dominated. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. 
I've been watching a lot of stuff on roller coasters on YouTube lately. I don't know why. It's just interesting. And in as much I've watched a lot of stuff about like the creation of Disneyland and Disney World. Oh yeah. Super fascinating. Lots of stuff going on there. How many people died to make Disneyland a thing? Not a ton actually. <laughs> but some. But some. Yeah. I mean and a lot of people have died like in the park, like working there and shit. But it goes with the territory of any giant operation like that. You're going to have to crush a few uh, goofy skulls. You want to make some money, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Let's crush that goofy skull if you know what I mean, bruh. You can't make an omelet without crushing some skulls. Crushing some goofy skull. Give it a pound. Boom. Pound town, baby. Yeah. How, how are you liking that, uh, that camera? Looks good. Looks good, yeah. It's feeling good. I got this wide angle here. It's dope. Uh, YouTube user Luke Martin says, Mozart is the bucket head of classical. Uh, I think that that's purely from the perspective of Mozart wrote a lot of music. Um, but, you know, uh, it's always fun when, when people compare Buckethead because there's always a discussion there, and there there was a discussion, a lot of responses to that one. Yeah. Um but suffice it to say, hey, you know, it's fun to make comparisons, but they don't mean anything. They mean nothing. <laughs> they mean yeah. nothing, petty little man. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. That's all I have Hell to yeah. say to that guy. Um, uh, so, gosh. Is it even, like, worth going into a comparison between Buckethead and fucking Mozart, like... No, not at all. Buckethead's great. Mozart is, like, a way more, you know, like, fucking legendary, I feel. Yeah, but also, like, different time, different plays, different instruments, different everything. Like, it's yeah. not even, like... There's nothing worthwhile to compare. Right, them. right. Like, like we could do, like, Mozart versus Beethoven or something. Yeah, because they're... Conte- well, I don't know. They're not contem- contemporary. Yeah, yeah, they're like... Both, like you know, there's arguably like no Beethoven without Mozart, but still like Mozart was, you know, Beethoven was still fucking good. He was just no Mozart. It was still kind of a contemporary though. And like, you know, similar style of music. Whereas Buckethead is doing something way fucking different there. Yeah, totally. Um, now I'm going to read you a comment here that had so many responses. We're going to talk about a lot of those responses here. So, mm. this comment is important for context. All right. No, no. Me. YouTube user Jason the Metal King mm. says, quote, I think that's Jason Newstead. Probably. I am a high school bench. math teacher. I play Buckethead in class during web based math assignments. This one is currently playing, and then he does like the the metal yeah, horns. Yeah, I, I, I saw this down. one playing the album today. I saw this. Yes, this comment. Um, okay, so firstly, like we just got to establish a couple of things here. Jason, the metal king, claiming to be a high school math teacher, bragging about it in YouTube comments. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Um, we have a variety of responses to this to this comment here. Um, some um, are more fun. Some are more uh, direct. This one caught my eye. 
YouTube user DJ Nun says the Pyth- the Pythagorean theorem in Euclidean geometry states that the area of the square is equal to the hypotenuse of Buckethead. Bucket math. Bucket math. I'm gonna guess that's that's not. He's just like literally saying the only three things he remembered from high school math, and then following it up with Buckethead. <laughs> like that's <laughs> oh sick, yeah, sick dog. Well done. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of like people, you know, just saying things that are incorrect for the purpose of LARPing. And, you know, that's cool. Like, I ain't hating. Everybody's got a LARP now and again. It's nice when people LARP about stuff like this and, and not things that could, like, harm real innocent people. Yeah, like white supremacy. Yeah, yeah, or QAnon, you know. Yeah. Same thing, basically, these days. But, yeah, yeah. totally. Um, YouTube user... Rita Memes says, I'm also a math teacher. Once a student caught me listening to Buckethead and said it was a bad song, so I failed him. So the ethics behind that. (laughs) Well, firstly, this didn't happen. (laughs) Secondly. (laughs) Obviously, he's not an ethics teacher. Um, (laughs) Yeah, that's really. Imagine being some like eight-year-old kid who's like buckethead sucks which for an eight-year-old that's a legitimate opinion yeah like that's that's fine like it doesn't matter if they like buckethead or not they're eight no it's true true you know um and then for some like presumably over 30 year old person who's like man fuck that kid you but you like Buckethead or you fail, bitch. Yeah, right. I'm gonna start to systemically ruin your life by failing you. <laughs> Fuck you, kid. You're gonna be held back. Your parents are gonna think you're retarded because <laughs> you don't like this fucking guitarist that plays music you hate. That makes sense. That's that's the bucket dream right there. Yeah, bucket math, dog. Bucket math. They did the math. They did the, the bucket, bucket math. math. The bucket math. <laughs> um, YouTube user Lego My Ego five eighty says, "Your students probably hate you," <laughs> which I think is the most realistic opinion of yeah. any of the ones listed. Because that was my first thought as well. Uh, yeah, I bet this this dude has like a a safe for school ween playlist too. <laughs> Probably does. Uh, uh, I bet he smells like Wayne. This dude smells like a boognish, for sure. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. He's got that boognish stank, dog. Boognish stank. <laughs> One in the pink, two in the boognish. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got your... Your shocker, you got your spocker, and you got your wiener. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, Hell yeah. YouTube user Greg Launt also responds to this comment. God and damn says, it. How can kids do math when hopping around the room with reckless abandon? Seriously, 
My math skills were outstanding. I attributed that to playing and learning to read music at a young age, recognizing patterns, analyzing, etc. Now, a total Buckethead fan. It's all I listened to since about 2015. This comment was left three months ago. Imagine just listening to Buckethead for five years. <laughs> See, that that's exactly what, what drew me to this comment as well. I mean, firstly, this dude thinks he's smart. And and he's like, yeah, oh, no, I'm this, extra smart. Because I only listen to Buckethead. Dude, this, this dude has a Mensa dick tattoo. <laughs> like... He has a Mensa tattoo next to his Boognish tattoo. <laughs> On his dick. <laughs> oh, what if, what if, like, instead of pubes, there's a Boognish? And then, like, his dick is, like, part of the face of it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like how often do you think Ween has come up at Mensa events? Not often. Like Ween, Ween's pretty like no brow. Yeah. That being said, like I, I definitely feel like there's like an infinite jest crowd that yeah, is like but real into Ween. They all wear tool shirts, <laughs> and so they they never like know that they're all Ween fans as well. Because they all get high and they're like, yeah, this is what comedy music's all about, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, like, dude. This is what we listen to when we're smoking sativas, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, right, man. Uh, the only time right. I've ever used a beer bong uh, recreationally has been with Tool fans. Interesting. <laughs> What I'm saying here is that Tool fans are the bros of, you know, obscure music interest. Yeah. They also have uh, galaxy brains. Oh. oh, always galaxy brains. Yeah. The galaxiest of all brains, you might say. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but my recommendation for you, do a beer bong with a Tool fan sometime. You'll, you'll thank yourself. Uh, no. You will. Mm. You'll know where the pieces fit, okay? Shut up. If you do that, you'll understand. You'll ride the spiral, okay? Don't make me play that song. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're going to move on. YouTube user Mason Harris presents an interesting situation here. Okay. They say, what I love about Bucket Hia is that he could theoretical live forever. Any skinny white guy with long black hair who has trained for years to be able to replicate his skill could take his place. There would be some signs, but it wouldn't be too obvious, assuming he was really good at it. What do, you, what do you think about the idea of a Buckethead franchise? I like the idea of Blue Man Group, Buckethead, basically. Yes. Yeah. I, I like Bucket, it, but like... Bucketheads. Yeah, it'd be great, but it'd be difficult to, like, get someone, like, find people first off who are, like, 6'6 six, six and that good at guitar. 
or six seven. Like the tallness is a, a very limiting factor to begin with. True, true. Because you've only got like the maybe like point one percent of guitarists at that point, right? That is true. That is accurate. And then they not have to lot. be that fucking good, which there is not a lot. Yeah, I mean he's pretty good and very tall. And very tall. Mm. Yeah, I, I like the mention of the tallness. That That is important. You know, assuming the tallness wasn't a factor, though, assuming, like, a new bucket head could be any height, that would certainly open up the, you know, yeah. open it up. Yeah. Um, open it up. I, I think there's a lot to be said for his, like, ability to, like, play solo shows and play with backing tracks. Like he he's very good, but you know someone could be trained to do that. It would just be a lot of goddamn practice. Would yeah, I mean much like doing any musical project where you didn't yeah. write the music, and in some cases mm-hmm. if you did, a lot of practice is involved. But yeah. it's possible. It could happen. It couldn't. It could happen to you. It could. Good. Um. Okay. All right. So this one is a little complicated. So. Basically, I'm not going to read the original comment that these users are responding to because it takes a very different track here very quickly. But the original comment basically said Buckethead is a god Mm -hmm. Um, and some other things. But (laughs) one of the YouTube users responded and said, no, 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 he's not a god in with a capital G. He's a god with a with a lowercase g because... There's only one true God. And some people took some offense to that statement. And, you know, an argument broke out. And uh, some some arguing happened. Uh, so this is what... Uh, this is the, that user's comment clarifying the God versus God. Mm-hmm. Um, they said, YouTube user Fourth and Inches said, If you believe in God, there is only one. And he is the supreme being and master of the universe. A god, with a lowercase g, on the other hand, is someone like Buckethead, who is supreme at what he does. Okay? So, uh, yeah. some people uh, t- 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 took some, some issues with that. Um, YouTube user Morgan Lake says, capital letters can indicate archetype like truth and truth, like father and father. If by God you are referring to Allah, Yahweh, Jehovah, as described in the Quran or Old Testament, then you might want to consider proof that these deities are actually omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent, and loving. Clue, colon, handicapped children, comma, child abuse, child slavery, starvation, etc. Those guys are not doing their job. They're also really weak at getting money. Have to ask humans for it. That's true. Some bold takes there. Takes a little bit of a turn at the end. Kind of out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, who... who? Did, first off, do you think Buckethead is a capital G god or a lowercase g god? Capital G, dude. Hell yeah, dog. Hell yeah. We 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 give praise to him, capital H, hundred <coughs> percent. 
Hell yeah. Praise be. Slurp it and burp it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Slurp it and burp it. I said, give me a hell yeah, brother. 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 Yeah. YouTube user Micah Berzan says, you, Buckethead may be one of the few artists who can produce an insane amount of quantity, capital Q, without sacrificing quality, capital Q. Mm, I saw that earlier. Yeah, th- that was, this one got a lot of responses. One of those responses was Veronica Alanine, who says, that's kind of how I feel about Breaking Benjamin. Haven't heard a stinker from them yet. That's a great point, Veronica. Fuck Thanks, you. Veronica. Yeah, hey, Veronica. Guess what I think about your opinion? Bart. <laughs> Shut up, bitch. I like just saying the word fart. That's pretty good. Just be like, you know what I think of that? Fart. Yeah, it's pretty good, dude. <laughs> also, let's let's bring back just like directly insulting people with just like one word like yeah you don't need anything complicated one word insults are great yeah pretty good pretty yeah good. like cops like you know how fast you were going and i'm like masturbation <laughs> <laughs> like masturbation bacon <laughs> hell yeah you know, oh, yeah. that's what it's all about. Uh, I haven't listened to Breaking Benjamin's discography. Maybe that's something we'll get to. Um, oh, we will. That's actually our next podcast. Is oh, uh, God, no. We, I call it Breaking Down Benjamin, where we listen to one what about track. Breaking uh, Badjamin. Yeah, where. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pretty good. Pretty good. So there were a lot of users that got very into defending whether or whether not they think Buckethead is a sellout. And this was like an extremely long thread. I'm talking hundreds of comments. Like, um, I read like, all of them. They're mostly terrible. <laughs> did, did people think he sold out because he joined Guns N' Roses? That is correct, yes. Okay. <laughs> And, like, nobody was really ever saying anything super negative about that. It was more just like, hey, by these rules, he's a sellout. And other people being like, I don't think he's a sellout. I mean, he seems to just kind of do whatever he wants. Like, I, I don't think it's a, you're selling out if you're just doing what you want. Which right. is, that's that's my perspective on it. Like, if you're just doing what you want and taking advantage of the opportunities you have... I don't understand how that's selling out. Selling out is where you like give up artistic license for in exchange for money, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I mean I don't like I also don't think there's anything wrong with selling out because the thing is that a lot of people don't realize that the music industry is an industry. If you're making money, make like making or playing music, like you're doing things that people would cat like categorize as selling out, but that that isn't a bad thing like if you're making no. money in that industry like clearly you're doing the right thing like yeah i don't good know good for you good for you 
Yeah, good. Motherfuckers for you. just be jealous on that success. 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 <laughs> uh, so, YouTube user Forrest Mc- McClanahan says Chuck Norris. Whoa, Chuck whoa, whoa! Norris not is, fucking, oh, not fucking Forrest again. Forrest McClanahan. What? <laughs> Forrest McClanahan. Okay. <laughs> I like hearing your bubbles. It's nice. But I don't know what it means. Forrest McClanahan. He likes lighting things on fire. Fuck him. I bet he does. I bet he does. Because with this comment, he said, Chuck Norris's only mistake was challenging Buckethead at guitar. And wow, there were uh, a lot of responses to that one. Let me tell you. Um, yeah. Yeah, somebody said, Mar- YouTube user Marlon Marquez says, dare I even entertain the thought of that Buckethead would destroy Chuck Norris in a techno-inspired nunchuck routine which that does sound accurate like i bet i could see buckethead fighting chuck norris with nunchucks yeah i jerk off to that oh yeah hell yeah i mean that's that's what they play in the in the jerk off booths obviously hell yeah i mean i'm just i'm just assuming here because i haven't visited the jerk off booths but that's what i would be expecting going in that that's why there's so much crying <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, YouTube user PB says, Chuck Norris don't teabag a bitch. He potato sacks him. Well, I found my new favorite Buckethead comment. (laughs) Could you please read that back for us? Yeah, yeah, okay. The beautiful Uh, piece of... YouTube user PB says, three months ago... Chuck Norris, don't teabag a bitch. Hey, wait, wait, hold up. Chuck Norris? Yeah. Oh. I thought he was saying buckethead, don't teabag. Well, let's assume this retroactively, or like, you know, by proxy no. applies to buckethead. No, he said Chuck Norris. I don't like that. Because there is right. this, this a conversation about Chuck Norris, so I don't, I don't think this is nearly as funny now. <laughs> uh, fantastic. Uh... We're gonna leave it off with it with a nice sentiment. Nice sentiment from mm-hmm. one Mr. Johnny Campbell, mm-hmm. who says, I honestly believe the buckethead is a lovely human being. His playing and willingness to share his gift is amazing. Gives me something to aspire to. Best regards to everyone. Especially the buckethead. I like him being referred to as the Buckethead. I think that's nice. No one uh, does that. That's, that's that's kind of like objectification in a way, though. Like, For he's sure. not a person. He's just like this music-making machine, which, you know, I think he almost kind of goes for in a way, in an image he, he gravitates towards. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Joey Campbell, was that his name? Johnny Campbell. Johnny Campbell. You've got a fucking soup for a name, Johnny. Masturbation. 
Bitch. That's all I got to say about that. That's all we got. Let's, uh. Let's, uh. What you got to recommend, Kali? I don't know, dude. I don't know what I've been up to. I've been I've been cleaning my place. Which you've recommended. Um, I have recommended that. It's dope, right? Oh yeah. So I have sound treated my room, and it sounds so much like better and deader in here, nice. which is really nice. So much less reverberation. I uh, I recommend if you play music and record music in your room, definitely sound treating your room. You know, you can you can get a whole bunch of. Um, like acoustic foam online for pretty cheap and then you just like get a bunch of cardboard uh use like a spray adhesive just put it oh, to yeah. the back and then you know use just like poster adhesive put them up sounds much better love it sound treat your room treat yourself right treat your room right treat your mother right treat, oh yeah by uh, mr t excellent point treat your mother right Great rap. Great rap. I love Great that. Great rap. Nice. Yeah, no, that's we, great. That's something I haven't quite gotten into. I haven't really needed to do that, but I mean, it is something that's kind of always beneficial, you know, yeah. regardless of whether or not you, you feel like you really need it. It's something that you can usually see some results from regardless. Um, so it's no, no, you, you can't. You hear results from it, dog. What's up? Hell yeah. What's up? I I went into work um a, a couple of weeks ago and one of my coworkers was just like, "What's up?" like very much in the vein of like, you know, that mm-hmm. that commercial. And I it just like got me in a way like I was just not expecting that and it it was good. That is good, dude. Yeah. Um, here's something that I have to recommend. And this is... You know what? I'm just going to say it. Go take a walk. Taking a walk fucking rules. Just walk around your neighborhood. Yeah. Go take a walk. Like, taking also, a walk rules. I, I take multiple walks every day. It, if sometimes can. if you're taking a walk, you can meet like a... um. A big bear daddy that will breed your asshole. Yeah. If that's like your thing. Yeah. If that's your thing. Yeah. You could find that. You can. Or you could also just find like, you know, you could see some some nice birds outside. Yeah. You know? Or you could maybe find some money on the ground. Mm-hmm. Or you could see some human shit. Um, sure. Which I do see quite a bit of human shit here and there. You know, on the streets, but you know, or you could find some money in the pocket of a big bear daddy who pays to fuck you in the public park. Hell yeah! If that's your thing. If that's your thing. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but yeah, that's my recommendation. Take a walk. Go. Uh, go explore the world. You know, go explore the the dicks outside. Yep. I mean, the world outside. Get bread in a public park. Clap, clap.
that's all I got. Yeah, that's about all I got too, dog. Now you want to close this bad boy out? That like two hours. Send me a weird message on Instagram if you if you're a person who hears this. Just... Oh, actually, let, let's go back a little bit. Um, seeing as how uh, we're at a place where like Bucket's mom just died, what do you what what do you how, how do you think? Do you have any predictions? Um, with where the pikes are gonna go here? Um, maybe harder. You think harder, huh? Maybe. No. I don't know. Maybe more experimental. Maybe we'll get some more noise stuff. I really don't know. Like he's kept me guessing for all this time. So it could really be anything. It could. But I'm guessing harder. Yes. Because what do you do yeah. after people dies? Or what what do you do after people die? You do drugs. You get yeah. fucked up. And you but get harder. You make weird art when you get Speaking fucked up. Speaking of so. all that. Our sponsor today is Blue Chew. <laughs> Shut up. We have perfectly functional boners. No use for Blue Chew. It makes them extra functional. It makes them like superheroes. I can tie a cape to mine and it just stays on all day. It's great. Nice, like like a cape that's like the size of a cape for your back. Just yeah, just it's really painful. It's so painful. Yeah. I just like, yeah, I have to use it as this like coat hanger in front of me. Like, <laughs> you have to like sling it over your back. Uh, yeah. Nice. Yep. That's pretty good. That is wow. pretty good. It's a good time. Yeah. Do something nice for yourself or for somebody in your life. I don't know. Eat a, eat a fucking cupcake, dude. Eat a falafel. Yeah. Fucking tap, just do is like a falafel, like. Falafel vasectomy, dog. Yeah, yeah. Smoke a blunt, go to your local Asian market, and buy a weird drink you've never heard of. And go to the falafel place and ask for a vasectomy. Hell get, yeah. Get a falafel vasectomy. You know what? Even go get a uh, like a, a shawarma vasectomy. Doesn't matter. They all know what they're doing. But what about a baba ganoush vasectomy? <laughs> Well, we're gonna do vasectomy. I think, I think that might have to be the name of the episode. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I hope that's an upcoming Pike. That well, we can be like <laughs> called it. That that is not too far off the beaten path for. Off pike the pike beaten name. path, Just jerking off. Get it? Beaten on the path. We we no longer talk about masturbation on this podcast. Well, I quit then because that's all I got. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I mean, there is probably a writing job for you with um, the Family Maxim. Guy. <laughs> with what? Maxim. Oh, yeah, Maxim. Well, I wish, like, if there was a job that paid you for writing about masturbation, I'd still be a writer. <laughs> <laughs> you did write a lot about masturbation to a point where I was like, hey, Brit, they're, like every 15 pages, they're talking about masturbating again. And you're like, oh no. <laughs> listen, listen. In your book of life, do you masturbate once every 15 pages? Let me ask you that. It's a great question. I don't know. Yeah, you I mean, do. I hope yeah, you, so. Yeah, yeah, you fucking do. Yeah, you do, Spencer. Spencer, you fucking, you fucking jerk off at least once every 15 pages in your life. Sure. Yeah. 
It's just something you do in life. You joke yeah. off once every, like, I'd say six pages, maybe seven. Damn. Yeah. Think nice. think about what you do in your life. <laughs> How many pages that requires every day. And then how often do you joke off? Simple math. <laughs> Simple math, Spencer. Bucket math. You, no. No. Listen, we're trying to determine the size of your book here. <laughs> how, how many pages are going to be about joking off? Not as many as would be about Piss jugs. Hell yeah, piss <laughs> jugs, baby. Oh, all right, partner. <laughs> Keep on pissing, baby. <laughs> you know what time it is. This hasn't been Spencer. And this hasn't been Brit. You've been listening to Getting Head, a bucket cast. Not... Stay clean, bucket bread. Namaste. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. If you liked our podcast, or even if you didn't like our podcast, we'd love for you to go please rate and review it over at Apple Podcasts. That's uh, how we get more listeners, and I i don't even know how it works. It's just, I, I was just i was told to do it. Just, just, just fucking do it. Please. 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 Please, God damn it!